Hi there, I'm Jeannie Patel-Thompson from www.listentoyourgut.com. That's listen numeric to yourgut.com. And today I'm talking to Dr. Silvio Nat, who is a board-certified cardiologist. And we are going to discuss high blood pressure, otherwise known as hypertension, and uh, maybe get some better options for dealing with that condition. So thank you, Silvio, for joining me today. Hi, Jeannie. Pleasure to be with you again. Yes. And so... Because during our last podcast, we were talking about high cholesterol and statin drugs, and you just started to talk about high blood pressure. And remember, and I stopped you and I said, wait, wait, we'll save that for mm-hmm. another one because that's a whole topic in itself. It is. It is. It is. It's very similar to the other one because it's been taken by the um, pharmaceutical companies as one of their leading selling, best selling. Uh, uh, drugs because they have so many uh, candidates as they are enforcing you know lower and lower levels of blood lectures you know uh, blood readings you know you read how much pressure you have and they want to go lower and lower and lower so they can be incorporating more and more people to the usage of drugs, so so we have to keep that very, very uh, fresh in our minds. And all the, the talking we're going to do is refer to that, um, you know, kind of deformation of reality. Oh. Okay, so yes. can you start by telling us, um, you know, maybe just explain the function of blood pressure and why why is it bad if our blood pressure gets too high and you know what does that mean in terms of how our okay. body functions or illness or whatnot okay it's very complex think of your house as a you know the water how it flows in your house so you have a pump which is the heart mm-hmm. that gets into your house and then all the um, uh, pipes have the capacity of um, uh, accumulating the, the tension, the pressure, to keep it until the last drop of water comes out of, of your faucet. It's it's pumped by not only the pump, you know, the pressure comes from the pump, but also from all the internal uh, vessels that you have in your house. So our our body does that. It's so marvelous. It's so efficient that we don't we don't only not only have the the heart, but we have all this immense network of vessels. The arteries, the capillaries, and the capillaries, and then the veins, and they they all preserve the pressure. So it's like like gold. Whatever comes from the heart, it's preserved all the way down to your feet. Okay, gotcha. Okay? So this capacity of contraction, this is what you feel when you, when you take a pulse. Mm-hmm. And you feel that the, 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 the artery is uh, preserving the pressure. So that's why we have 120, 80 millimeters of mercury in our, inside this vessels inside these blood conductors, okay? okay? In order to keep, okay, in order to keep the blood 
irrigating all these critical organs we have. For example, if I go down, down, for example, I keep the 120 uh, millimeters of uh, mercury and I go zero in diastole, you know, and the, when it relaxes, it relaxes completely, the, the kidney would suffer a lot. And that is taken into account when you do like artificial circulation. Initially, they just pumped, pumped up the blood to uh, the, the systolic pressure, but they didn't care about the diastolic pressure. And they saw they could damage the kidneys, even the it, the brain. So now they have a regulated uh, artificial uh, circulation. They do they perform heart surgery that they preserve both both pressures. Okay. Right. So it's very complex, and it, this is all kept. All this contraction is kept by sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium, manganesium. Uh, all this. It, have an intervention in the uh, what is called the wall reactivity, okay. So uh, and the hormones and the uh, adrenaline and the noradrenaline, or those those have a uh, some kind of a paper in here. So it's very complex. Okay. Now it's as cholesterol we spoke the other day. Yeah. The amount you read into your sphygmomanometer, or the, the 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 machine that, that reads your blood pressure, right. is not. It's just a measurement. It, it doesn't mean that um, something is wrong. There, you know, we know that high blood pressure is provoked by I don't know twenty percent of the causes we know. I would say a little less, maybe eighteen percent of the causes. You can really have a diagnosis and say, well, you know, it's a tumor, it's a, the uh, adrenal glands, it's um, whatever. We have, we have a, a number of causes that we it's, it's the kidneys, okay? Different diseases of the kidneys provoke different things, but most of them provoke are, are the cause of high blood pressure. So we have to do a little research. It's not just... Um, I have high blood pressure, I go to the pharmacy, I get a pill, I pump it into, you know, I just pop it into my mouth and it's it. Right. We have to know, because there are the correctable causes that could be, uh, you know, part of uh, another, another disease, and this is the manifestation. Right. Okay. We're discovering more and more uh, heart regulators for the for the rest of the of the, of the body, you know, uh, hormones that are are uh, pro- produced at the heart that have a, a, a role, and that's that's the, the you know that's where we're moving ahead in in the re- research to these days. It is what is what is the role of the heart in all these maintenance of the maintenance of the uh, hypertension? Okay, but there are. And 80%, 80% of the causes we don't know, and it's called idiopathic, okay, right. without any diagnosis. So those are the real clients for the pharmaceutical companies mm-hmm. because it's related to your habits, your living habits. If you're overweight, if you eat too much salt, in some cases, the, it's, that's the case. If you if you eat all these f- French fries with tons of salt, you certainly your your blood is going to go up. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, like we know in cholesterol thing, 
this is not written on on stone. So high blood pressure is not the same as disease. Okay. Okay. So so longevous people have high cholesterol and high blood pressure. Oh, really? Both of them? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> These are Absolutely. people who live, you know, 100 years or more. Uh, yes, they have high blood pressure. Not extreme high, uh, uh, amounts. You know, the ones that that would be taking medication these days. But you have to take into account that your 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 arteries are not as flexible as a as a kid's as a youngster, and and your you know it's everything is hard. So you need more to pump uh, enough blood to the critical organs. So if you if you put it too down, like the other day I told you, if you go too down in the cholesterol, your your water would run out out of your body. If you're too low in your in the amount of your your blood tension, you are making the the kidney and the brain and even the heart suffer. Interesting. You know, so, that, I'm I'm going to jump in for a second here because um, for myself, I always tend to have low blood pressure. And every time I go to a medical doctor and they go, oh, that's, well, that's low, that's really good. And I think, is it really good? You know, because, you know, is it, it you know, if, if your blood pressure gets too high and that's not good, then why wouldn't it be not good if your blood pressure got too low? Like, surely, you know, blood pressure, like anything else, there's an optimal state of balance for the body. Um, and I'm just wondering. No, no, no. It's your body. It's a regulation. It is, you know, be respectful. Don't, you know, we can't, we can't be, you know, manipulating or everything we see from the outside. It, right. you know, your, you are, your body needs that amount of blood, in, in that tension. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mingling, you know, I wouldn't be touching that. I wouldn't be giving you anything to pump it up. Because I can do it, mm-hmm. or put it down. I, you know, it's it depends. It's a it's a very complex uh, uh, calculation. It, it has to do with your water, your salt, your hormones, the, the what you ate, what you you know, I, a, a number of things, and it's so. So manip- you can manipulate it so much with your nervous system, which it, you know there, there's a very famous doctor that um, was called. He used to say that the, um, the the white coat provoked more hypertension than anything else in the world. Yeah. Is Nor- normal Cape Kaplan? Normal he's a he's a big name in in hypertension. Mm-hmm. He used to say that you know we provoke more. The the guy goes on the street. I just I you know they they monitor the blood pressure, and when he's with me, he's way up. When he leaves the office, two minutes later, he is normal. So if you even go to a place and they take your blood pressure here, you know we see that in the on the street. You know the the Red Cross has little kiosks on the street and they 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 test you. So when you see that, you know you are so interconnected and your vessels are so so intimate with your your brain and your 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 central system, you know your nervous system, that you would really be 
manipulating your the amount of blood you have there. That that's interesting. You should say that because here we have do-it-yourself units in the pharmacy. Yes. And yes. you know, if I sit down, as soon as I put that blood pressure cuff on myself, I can feel my tension going up. You know, and my, my breathing shortens, and you know, I'm like, man, how would you ever get an actual? You know, I mean, you'd have to be like asleep and have someone take your blood pressure or something where you didn't know that they were doing it and you didn't know that the cuff was going on. And, right. You know. Well, that's that's one of the, one of the things I used to do in my office. I put someone, I lay him on the, on the, on the um, examination uh, table. Mm-hmm. I, I cover him, you know, so he's not, uh, he's not cold. And, uh, you know, I leave him there. I see another patient or do a phone call or whatever. I come back and I take this his breath pressure. And it's probably, it's different than the initial lecture, the initial reading. Right. Yes, of course. So, uh, so it's so, it's so, so sensitive that you could really manipulate that. Right. Okay. So what, let's, let's get into some actual numbers now. So, uh, you know, what over what would be considered, um, the, uh, let's say, the maximum that you'd be okay to see in somebody? Oh, well, you, you know, that's that's really something uh, we don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there are, you know, you can see the, the normal, you know, kind of the normal. There are some uh, charts okay, where you can so see the normal. What's considered normal? It's, it's related to the to the age, and you can you can really. I wouldn't worry, you know. I would say if I have, uh, you know, readings of 150 over mm, 195, you know, 150 and 95, I would go and see a doctor and see what's going on right. before ever getting anything as a pharmacy as a pharmacy in my body. Okay. okay. All right. So I've got a my blood pressure is 150 over 95, and yeah. I come to see you. Yeah. What What are you going to do? What are you going to recommend? What are you going to look at? Well, I've got, I, I would start doing you know a, uh, a body um, you know a clinical examination, and then I would ask a little a quantity of uh, of studies of your how's your your kidney working, which is usually. What I have to overrule first, mm. and then you know we, you can escalate until you get the uh, pheochromocytoma, which is a, uh, a an adrenal gland. I've seen just one patient in all my career in thirty. You know, I, there was one in the hospital and one that came to my my office, uh, but in in thousands of patients, uh, it's very 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 unusual. It's a uh, it's one of the doctor's house. Uh, favorite diagnosis. What's unusual? Which is uh, the pheochromocytome, which is a uh, which is kind of a lump, kind of a tumor in your adrenal gland. Oh. You know, suprarenal gland that is producing hypertension, and it's very particular. is very strange. is very uh, difficult to uh, diagnose. Mm-hmm. Because you have to go through a, a lot of measure, measurements and 24-hour urine, and uh, it's it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very unusual. But but uh, the the usual thing is that the patient has to know that he can really change the pattern of his 
high blood pressure just by changing, but just by doing some exercise, eating better, and um, having a more relaxed life. You know, there is a guy in um, in Harvard that I was I was really trapped by him when I started doing medicine when I was a resident. He's Dr. Herbert Benson at Harvard Medical School. He used to treat patients on on medication on make um, meditation no medication meditation mm-hmm. in Harvard. That was amazing, and it was and and this was published in the major in the major journals. Mm-hmm. That that never would ever mention meditation as as an, a strategy to treat anything medical. Right. So this guy, since 1974, I think I've read him in 74, 75. Since then, he's he treated patients with uh, um, an array of different tools, different than than the medication. Mm-hmm. So when once you've tried all that and it didn't work, then you move to to medication. Right. Okay. So uh, let's back up a bit. For eating better, are you saying more fresh foods, more raw foods? Uh, you know, no deep fried things. Exactly. Okay. And no, no. You know, know all those oils, all those highly yeah, elaborated, hydrogenated, you know, no more, uh, you know, cr- crackers or things that you buy in the store that are already done. You know, more fresh, more fruit, um, and more exercise. Because yeah. exercise is the basis, you know, you're, you're opening the vessels, you're moving the blood, you're 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 teaching your body that it has to to stay in a different in a different stage you know it's like if you if you if you lay in bed all day and you, you your 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 muscles are not toned yeah. that doesn't have any any movement if you're sick you're sick but if you're if you're lazy and you're just you know using your remote control that's the only exercise you do you know you're going to have problems like your cholesterol and your your hypertension your whatever yes exactly. uh, okay so and um, then, yeah. um getting back to the you said so the three things you said people do exercise eat better and have a more relaxed life now did you say earlier i'm pretty i'm pretty sure um you said that high blood pressure is largely regulated by the autonomic nervous system or I, I said the, the the nervous system. I, I didn't say the autonomic. Oh, okay. I don't want to discriminate because it's it's both. Okay. Okay, it's both. They're they're highly interrelated. You know, you know. This is the the common sense. Say you know, in terms of anatomic anatomical approach, and for a doctor, I could discriminate from from one one system to the other. But in terms of the daily life, I would never. Could be able, or I would never dare there to separate those two systems that are highly, absolutely interrelated. Okay. Right. So basically, somebody needs to, um, like you said, either begin something like meditation or yoga, where they have a time each day that they are, you know, really relaxing their body and their nervous system, or yes. they have to, you know, change. Um, you know, a lot of times people have damaging patterns of behavior that 
cause them to be tense and increase tension as the day goes on and you know the EFT the emotional freedom technique is the is the method that we use predominantly for getting past you know those unhealthy behavior patterns or mm-hmm. uh, tendencies that you know increase the stress in your life and just enabling you to let go and just be a more relaxed person and not have things bother you so much and not um you know, maybe you've got a lot of performance pressure on yourself and you have to perform to certain standards every day. You have to do a certain amount of work and you have to do it to a certain level and, you know, things like that. You, to be able to get... Which is all fictitious. Attention. Sorry? Which is all fictitious, you know? <laughs> well, exactly. It's all self-created, right? But it creates right. a lot of tension in the body. Yes. So, uh, So yes, I, I, uh, I was referring to that, you know, um, Anything that could uh, deviate, you know, there's, it, this is a drug. You know, stress is a drug. I, uh, I used to live if every day as, a, uh, as I needed some tension. I didn't know what it was, but I, yeah. I woke up in the morning, I run into the hospital. I felt I needed some tension, some problems. My, just name it. You know, economical, fam, family, um, peers, problems, publishing, what, whatever. Yeah. Just name it. But I needed that as as a tool to to live, as a uh, whatever you call it, you know, a cane to walk. Yeah. If I didn't have that, and and one day I realized. What I was doing after a holiday, I came back from a holiday after a month that used to, we used to be our old holidays, a complete month of complete disconnection with with this uh, daily life, and I came back and I said, "What am I doing? Why do I need this daily um, like those speed and all those things that the kids uh, drink that that pump." energy or whatever tension in their in their brains right to keep them going right um so so from from then on i i don't i don't i whenever i feel this i say this is not good i have to release it i have to go run walk i walk three blocks and and come back and and that's it and it's gone but right. if I keep going, if I stay here and I, you know, I get more coffee and, and and a coke and things like that would in, would increase that, and I and then all this bad thinking would keep going, right. and that would increase my blood pressure. Oh, you know what? My son has picked up the other phone. Oh, hello, <laughs> Hugo. <laughs> this is my two-year-old. Hugo, you need to hang up the phone, okay? There we go. Sorry about that. Um, Are you still there, Sylvia? Yes, I'm here. Yes. No, it's interesting you say that because um, you see that in a lot of people that they need, you know, what's actually an unhealthy pattern of behavior for them feels like excitement, you know. And like you said, you needed some tension. You needed some – and. You know, some people you see they need they need the drama. Like there has to be some drama in every day. There has to be some excitement in every day. And mm-hmm. like you said, like you don't realize that actually this is an unhealthy pattern of behavior because it's it's elevating, you know, my cortisol levels. It's creating stress response in my body and you know, especially if we've grown up with that as the norm since childhood, um mm-hmm. we we're not even aware that we're actually 
we're actually revving our body higher, you know, every single day. Yes, and in as long as we're in contact with patients or people suffering from IBS, IBD, you see this all the time. Yes. Yeah. All they, the time. This is kind of a pattern there, like in high blood pressure. It's you know similar. You choose what what are you going to be? You know your target would be your your blood pressure, your cholesterol, or your gut. Just choose. You know there's a uh, this is my catalog. Your body is 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 telling you. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Well, thank you so much, Doctor Silver. So, what uh, one one word to, for drugs? Just yes. one word. Oh yes, please. All the all the all the medication that you see on TV, this is better than that one. They all have side effects. They all have side effects, and they all tend to do other things. Like for example, most of the drugs you take, like like uh, the diuretics, increase your cholesterol. Oh my! Mm-hmm. And in and drive you to uh, a risk of diabetes. So oh, most of the diuretics... What's worse, high blood pressure or diabetes? <laughs> I don't know. You pick up what uh, what's worse, you just take it, you know. And, and all the all the rest, the, the vasodilators, the vasodilators are, you know, you dilate that network. So it's a permanent uh, artificial state. Yeah. Which is very good if you're sick. If you have an end, uh, an organ that is suffering, like your your eyes, your heart, your kidneys, and you can alleviate the pressure. Okay, I take it. I do it. I use it, but not as a prophylactic. You know, like a, I read something in your blood, and then I, I start giving you drugs right off the bat. No, mm-hmm. no. Not and at even, all. Even if you're using it to relieve pressure, I mean, wouldn't your goal be to use it just as a short-term relief mechanism while you're solving the underlying problem? Absolutely. Yeah. If you, but but I would I would need some symptoms, some 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 uh, I would say some markers, you know, some danger dangerous um, uh, alerts in your body to make you you know give you some drugs. But if not, I would I would prefer to start you know lowering your your weight and doing things that you know that that it's time consuming as usual time consuming with 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 a with the plane with the patients, but it's 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 a long run and and I'm I'm not going to harm you on the on the on the side effects of all the drugs so be careful don't take any drugs unless you know you're really sure you have to have them. One one more quick question. What what's what about the salt thing? I mean, that's your classic thing about high blood pressure. I've got to reduce my salt. What? Why? And what what does? Are we talking just about sodium, or are we talking about the electrolyte balance? Is it is it maybe not that you need to reduce your salt, but that you need to increase your potassium and your other minerals? What a question! It's it's long. It's it's very complex. The uh, the metabolism of potassium and sodium is very very complex. Uh-huh. Sodium is whatever your intake is is in your intake is the major uh, regulator of your blood. Okay. What uh, your intake? Calcium is really the um, you could the culprit of anything that happens in your 
in your vessels, in your arteries, for the moment. We 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 don't know. Maybe it's uh, you know in a week or two we'll know new things. Yeah. Uh, so, but but whatever you take, you put in your mouth is is the the um, the major thing is sodium. So, I would say most people can handle this okay. I would say ninety percent. So, but if you if I give you extremely amounts of sodium, like I don't say 20 grams a day. Mm-hmm. That is a lot of sodium. All my, I, I can, I, I have my cardiac patients. I send them to the pharmacy and make them wait one gram of sodium, and that's what they can take for, per meal. So they can take two grams per meal and one other gram, three grams a day, and that's a lot of sodium. If you measure one gram, okay, like. 1,000 of a kilo. What would, that what would is, one gram of salt look like? Like, would it be a half? A, it's, a, it's a nice package. It's a nice, yeah, but nice what package. What would it be like in teaspoons? Would it be? Would be, I don't know, half, a little bit, a little less than a half teaspoon. Okay. Teaspoon. That's a lot. Yeah. So well, yeah, for for one meal, that's a lot of salt. Yes, that's a lot. So so you could, but but if you if you take, you know, when you have this soups, this this concentrated soups, they could have ten, twelve grams of salt. So again, we get back to the processed foods. Like you got to get away yes. from the processed foods that you buy in the packages. You got to make your food fresh. Yes, because and it doesn't taste like salt. Because there are salts, there's sodium in other salts that doesn't taste like metal or or salty, and they're preserves. Okay, so you you don't you don't like you know like the um, the peaches in syrup. Yeah, they're full of salt. Full. Who knew? But it's not salt. It's not salty. It's sweet. It's sweet. So anything you get, you get in a can will bring different kinds of preserves that ha- are full of, of sodium. Oh. You got it? Yeah, I, I, I did not know that. It wow. is. <laughs> wow. That's the so first thing you, you take. If you have high blood pressure, just stop eating anything that comes out of a can or a box, and you should be fine, really. <laughs> yes, yes. Get more fruit and get more ve- ve- vegetables, and fresh vegetables. That's yeah. it. That's the key. Excellent. On that note, I'm going to end. Yes. Thank you very much for yet another uh, wonderfully illuminating uh, session here, Dr. Nutt. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to I'm going to send this straight over to my mom because she's, you know, the doctor's been at her about high blood pressure and all the rest of it. So I'm uh, definitely going to pass this one straight on. So Get more you. water. You know, water is good there. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. If you have high blood pressure, get a little bit more water. That's uh, one quick oh, remedy. Oh, yeah, because she doesn't drink. I'm always at her because she hardly drinks any water. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that. Okay. So, so really good tip. So exercise. Stop eating anything that comes out of a can or a package. Eat fresh foods, lots of veggies. Have a more relaxed life and increase your water intake. There yeah. You go. Get power naps, for example. Power naps, yeah, those are really, really effective. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. You're welcome. And we will talk again soon. Okay. Be waiting for that. (laughs) Yes.